This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership inside the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, David, I have a question for you today. This is the evangelism question. It sounds like it's good I'm sitting. Okay, so... Sitting down here. <laughs> so what happens if somebody is in a remote part of, let's say, India, and they've never heard the gospel, there's no missionary, they, there's no Bible in their village. If they never hear the gospel, are they going to heaven, even if they've never made a decision for Christ? Well, Mark, you are truly putting me in the hot seat right out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, I, and, and really what's behind that is we need to talk about, to be able to answer that, we need to talk about discipleship and, and what it means to be a child of God, what it means to be a disciple. I mean, the basics of uh, of the Lord. And, and so before I answer that, that you can let me get back to that. Let me fill in with a story that I just had in my mind to, I think, frame discipleship today. And, and that's a story of my dear friend, Pastor Singh, who we've just come closer than ever, who I just, uh, he, he, he would lay down his life for me. I'd lay down his life for him. I mean, we just love our relationship. And it's just a powerful story. When he first came to Christ, he had never even heard the name of Jesus, neither his family. There were no Christians in the area, no church. Um, he was dying of the liver disease. We've told some of this story before. And um, his mom her, met a Christian coming through town, uh, Merchant. He's a businessman. She'd done everything to try to save him. He was near death with his just liver shutting down. And he and that Christian asked, have you ever prayed to Jesus and only Jesus? She'd never done that. And he said, Jesus could heal your son. Goes back, praise the name of Jesus. Pastor Singh said, you know, jokes that like it was like Jesus had the cell phone right next to his head, took the call. And he felt like it was a meal, like electricity just hit him. His, his mom couldn't even say the name of Jesus correctly. Now he realizes looking back and, and the Lord answered it. And he was immediately touched. And uh, was strengthened. It was so weak, he was laying on the couch, but got up by the afternoon. And what he said was immediately what happened in his heart is he knew he had to share this with others. So he began an instant evangelist uh, and began to share this with others. And so they were no Christian area. He had, they had no scripture mark. But for three months, he said he was just literally listening to God, listening to the Holy Spirit in his life and downloading from God. And then he was immediately sharing every day, going out and sharing with people about God's love. And he had never seen a Bible. It was three months later, he got a tattered Bible. He began to read through the Bible and he began to read all those things that God had put upon his heart that he'd heard in his, in his mind and his spirit. And then he preached to others. First thing that we like to say, you know, when we ask the question, what is discipleship? Because there's many definitions out there is to hear God. When we hear God, that means we're his child. We're in relationship with, with Jesus. So, yes, that tough question, what about that guy on the island? We don't know, ultimately, only God knows. But we're told in Romans and other places that no man's without excuse through the general revelation. And we're told in the Word, too, that God's put eternity in people's hearts. He's put the law in their hearts so that we know that missions, as they've gone around the world, discovered people that have a story of God, have a story of redemption, have some reflection of it, but can't understand the whole story until God sins the congregation, his church, his people. And how will they know, Paul says, unless someone preaches? How will someone preach unless somebody's sent? So that's why we cannot still you know, make excuse that we don't need missions. We don't need the church. We need both. But we have also the hope that the Holy Spirit's going before us and speaking his gospel's word so that as we proclaim, 
peoples whose hearts are tender are going to respond. Well, and that's the uh, follow-up always to that question. That's the other side of it. If God can reach somebody like Pastor Singh before he ever sees a Bible, then what's the use of global mission? Why would we go out? Can't God just speak to somebody without a missionary going out? But what would you say to somebody who brings up that objection to global missions? Yeah, my answer is yes and and yes. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> the reality of it is, is I've met a lot of believers, Mark, for the first few years of didn't have a Bible. In some of these areas, as we've talked in other episodes on podcasts, how the lacking of Scripture around the world and the history of Christianity, most believers didn't even have a Bible. So, um, so and, and or even be, and I've met believers who haven't known other believers for the first, you know, season of their life. But yet, even follow Pastor Singh's story. Ultimately, God connected him to the global body. And that's what I've seen again and again. God somehow connects those, even those, those tribal people, and is actively doing it right now. It's still being fulfilled of connecting the church with every tribe, every nation. And we haven't fulfilled that. And how difficult it is to have a belief in God, one God, one, have that assurance of his love, but never have heard the gospel story. Wow. You know, there's there are good hearts out there. There's, in other words, hearts that God has made good soil, but they haven't been completed in having God's full word. And that's why it's the gospel, the good news and it's salvation. And so why we have to go out there and share that good news. And so that's really what biblical discipleship for us is. First of all, here we mentioned it, but it's obeyed. And the Bible says that, that we, we summarize that in our teaching, Global Ambassadors. With those three words, hear and obey. That's what disciples do. And, you know, uh, if you think about it, Mark, how many times would you guess like a King James Bible is the word study? I mean, seriously, I mean, at least 10 times. <laughs> yeah, you you think it'd be a few. And, and actually, that wouldn't even be that many in the Bible. The Bible's pretty big. It's only three times, actually, if you do a word study there. But, you know, if you um, yeah, if we say ask the same question of hearing and all the synonyms for it, it's over 1,600 times the Bible says um, hear. Give ear, listen. Uh, but then the Bible goes on to say, listen and obey, because those who love God, it says, will obey him. And it's better to obey than sacrifice is the, is the idea that God wants ultimately people to obey him, to trust his word, than to do religious activity, to thinking that substitutes for obedient discipleship. Well, and that gets back to, you know, what discipleship is at its core. And when we come back, we're going to look at this topic of discipleship and what happens after a person comes to know Christ. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt, and we finished the last session by talking about this dichotomy between studying the Word of God and the Word hearing the Word of God. Now, I don't think what you were getting at is that God's calling us to listen to more sermons, although that wouldn't be 
unhelpful, but he's calling us to do something more foundational than that, to be able to receive from the Word of God and to turn that into actions. Yeah, and, and we hear God in many ways, and obviously people preaching on the Word of God is wonderful. That's one way, but that's usually most people's just Sunday morning, and the Lord wants that 24-7 conversation with us, like Paul even saying, praying without ceasing, which is just a conversation with God. But, you know, in the beginning, Mark, we see God spoke to Adam and Eve. I mean, that's the beginning of all things. That's the what God wanted to create is this dynamic relationship, and throughout history, the Lord has always spoken to mankind through prophets, through priests, and directly at times, indirectly at other times. Uh, And so God sets up this paradigm that God wants his people not to just be robots, not to follow a bunch of rules or even the law. It would took a a while before even God wrote down the law. Even after, you know, Abraham, it was all the way into the, the Hebrew people that even God had these, all these scriptures written down. John 10 is a classic uh, where Jesus is talking about he being the shepherd and the sheep recognize his voice and they hear his voice, obey him because he loves the sheep. Uh, so that's the mark, the first mark of disciple of where they were true children of God. We begin to hear God and in maturity as we obey him. And when those two things aren't there, there's there's immaturity. There's a there's a problem in the, in the relationship. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know a lot about sheep. I I live in a rural town, but (laughs) I've never had a lot of livestock. But from what I know about sheep, they don't just hear the shepherd, Mm -hmm. but they recognize the shepherd and they act on what he calls them to do. And, And then, of course, what the shepherd does, the good shepherd is always calling them to do something that's ultimately in their best interest, that ultimately helps them be better taken care of uh, in, in their in their lives. And I think we see the same principle of Scripture, that God ultimately wants to bring us to a place where we are where we're blessed, where we're receiving more of God's blessing because of the fact that we heard the voice of the shepherd and we responded. And that looks something like discipleship, I think. Yeah. And, and let's look at another scripture. They, it's got a great commandment, I, I think, to make this point. I, I love Mark's rendition of the gospel. And Mark tells us uh, in the story how one of the scribes uh, is seeing that Jesus answered well, ask a question here. He says, what commandment is the most important of all? And Jesus answers, the most important is, so this is Jesus, right? So we got to really listen here, right? He says, hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. You should love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then, then Jesus says, the second is you should love your neighbors yourself. There is no other great commandment than these. Now, this is where it ends, though, and this is where when people really pick up on this. It's really interesting what happens in this dialogue between Jesus and the scribe. And the scribe said to him, to Jesus, you are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one. God is one. And there is no other beside God. And to love God with all your heart and with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbors yourself. Is the most is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. And look at how Jesus responds. And Jesus saw that he answered wisely, and he said to you, "You are not far from the kingdom of God." And after that, no one dared him ask him any more questions. So this scribe's heart's being drawn. But catch again what Jesus says. Jesus was drawn in. Jesus loved the direction the Pharisee was going, but he said, you are not far from the kingdom of God. So what did, Mark, what did he miss? 
Right? Jesus didn't say, you're a child of Abraham, but he said in uh, to, uh, other places, uh, you're a daughter you know, of, of Sarah to, uh, in other places. You will, sit at the, you will sit at the table of Abraham, Isaac, and, and Jacob, they said to a Roman satirian. No, he said, you're not far. So he had missed something, yeah. even though Jesus was really being drawn in. Yeah, and that's and it's an interesting question that you ask. What is the thing that, that he missed there? And, and from the context, I would suppose that it was maybe some religiosity that had had disconnected from a pursuit of Christ. What what are your thoughts on that? I haven't studied this verse in, in detail lately. Oh, I, I love this verse. So yeah, so if you begin to look, what's the first thing, the most important that we see coming out of Jesus' mouth is he says to the Shema, which literally means here. So if we're to follow the logic of priority, the first thing out of Jesus' mouth, the most important and greatest commandment of God is to listen. Oh, Israel, which is, again, God's people, the church, congregation. And then, but which God do we listen to? The Lord, our God, the one God, the creator God, right? So God, so we have to, so the first great commandment is listen, the church, to the one God, and you shall love him with all your heart, mind, soul, strength. And then as you've been loved, you love others. Now, what happens if you look at the scribe, though, here's where the problem is. He says, oh, he's, the scribe's excited. You're right, teacher. You truly said there is one, and beside him is no other and to love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. So what did he miss? The scribe did not say, hero Israel. The scribe literally missed, and he didn't even realize how the reply of our mouth comes um, you know, from the heart. We see in the scribe, he does not truly understood what it means to hear God. He's, he, he goes to the doctrine that there's one God, and we're loving with our heart, mind, soul, and strength. The scribe says, uh, one God Love God, love others. He got three out of the four. Interesting. And Jesus says, you're not far from the kingdom. He realizes he's beginning to hear maybe, but he hasn't heard yet. So that's the question. Hear and obey. To hear and obey, to heed God's word, to not only understand it intellectually, but to understand it with our heart and to have a genuine pursuit of Christ. That's what saving faith is ultimately. It isn't just understanding facts about God, but really to pursue Christ. Well, we're just about out of time, David. There are audio resources over at the store that you can hear the Word of God. You can hear good teaching. And um, every day we're uploading new uh, audio resources and eBooks over to the SOM store. That's at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So we didn't even bring in that verse. So yeah, getting the audio records of God's word and teaching on it, I think is a very biblically sound way to grow in faith. Also, we would encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. That way you'll be kept up to date with all the new podcasts we have coming out. We're coming out with these all the time. We're a crowdfunded ministry, which means that we are depending on God's people and their contributions to not only keep this broadcast alive, but to also, way more importantly, to be supporting those who are risking much for the sake of Jesus. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.